Sitter Snippet Series is sponsored generously by Dr. Robert and Judy Brookston in memory of her mother, my wife's grandmother, Edith Goldsmith, Esther Bass, Yaakov, thank you so much for your generosity. We're up to the Pasuk. Now you notice that the way this is recited in Shul, there's sort of a responsiveness to it. The Chazan prompts the Tzibur to be able to respond. In other words, the Chazan concludes what we last studied, the angels choose when to open their mouth, when to stay silent, and they choose using the inspiration or the metric of Kedusha and Tahara, Bashiro Ubezimra, our music and our melodies have to be holy and pure, not just our words. We last left off describing these synonyms, these multiple descriptions, how the angels not only proclaim verbally, but lead lives and fulfill their shlichos, their agency, in such a way that praises the Almighty. They submit, they surrender entirely to Him. So the Chazan ends... As if leading the Tzibur on. And the Tzibur responds, Who came up with this? The Bell School of Jewish Music? Which Chazan? Who's the one? Rosenblatt? Who's the one who introduced the idea that the Chazan lifts their voice as if to prompt the Tzibur to respond, making it contiguous, making it something, one leading into the other. This comes from the tour. The tour in Shulchan Aruch, the tour, the core, the source of Shulchan Aruch, the precursor of Shulchan Aruch, the tour of Yaakov ben Asher writes that a person needs to pause between the word umamlichim and the word es. Why? The last letter of umamlichim is a mem. Even with those masks, you're able to think clearly. Is a mem. And the first letter of es is a? Is an aleph. And then a saf. So if one doesn't pause and they pronounce the mem of umamlichim, right into the Aleph and Toph of S, it sounds like what word? Mace. Says the tour to not sound like or suggest chas v'shalom, that God is limited, he's finite, chalila mace, that he could ever end. One has to insert a very important pregnant pause between the word umamlichem and S. The Chassam Sofer goes further on Shulchan Aruch, he writes, that the reason that this pause was introduced, the Chazan prompts the Tzibur, it's sort of responsive but with a pause, is to avoid a heretical thinking, which is that they worship the dead. In antiquity and earlier, they would worship the dead somehow, that would bring good fortune. In order to differentiate ourselves, that clearly we don't, we pause between the words Mamlichim and S. Now all of this works for? Ashkenaz. Oh, our sponsor. All that works for Ashkenaz. Ashkenaz ends umamlichim with a mem, and therefore the pause breaks up that word. Nusach Svard ends with a nun, umamlichin, and therefore it is not as necessary, and yet the custom continues. What does it mean? We, uh, we say, what? Ashamed, the name of Hakel Agadol. The name of God, who's great and mighty and awesome King, He is holy, Kadoshu, holy is He. Now, has it ever occurred to you, as I often point out, we've been saying this for more than a few weeks or months or years or decades, has it ever occurred to you that what is it that the angels are praising? What are they lauding and glorifying and exalting? Not God, that's not what we say. What do we say it is that they're lauding or praising? Ashamed, Hakel, Hamela, Hagadol, Hagibor, Vachulai. 
They're praising, they're lauding, they're exalting, they're glorifying, they're surrendering, they're sanctifying. Ashame the name of God. Why the name? Why not go right to the core, go right to the source? Say they're praising and they're glorifying God Himself. Why is it ashame the name? We've shared several times in Siddur snippets and throughout the Siddur already that the truth is we cannot be so bold or brazen. It's chutzpah to suggest that we can understand or appreciate or comprehend or that we are positioned to adequately praise Hashem. The closest we come to knowing Him is to know how He manifests Himself down here, how He interacts with us, and all of that is represented in His name. So when we devote and dedicate our lives to sanctify, what are we sanctifying? His name. What are we trying to make a Kiddush? Hashem. Kiddush Hashem is not Hashem, the, the, the uh, Hashem, the great king. Hashem, the name. And what are we avoiding? Don't have poor judgment. Don't make mistakes. Don't be discourteous. In order to avoid making a chilol, Hashem. So our whole lives are dedicated not to Him directly. We're incapable of understanding, of comprehending, of describing, let alone of praising. That would be presumptuous to suggest we could praise Him as if we could understand Him. Rather, is shame, His name. His name means while He manifests Himself, the description, a name is a description. So the limited, finite understanding and description we have of Him, all represented in His name, that's as close as we can come. And that's why we say, our goal and our mission to walk in the footsteps of the angels is to also be at what? A shame. We can't hope to do more. The most we can do as a shame is his name. We'll continue next time with what's the difference between we're really laying it on here. We're describing and praising God in every which way. What are the differences between them? What are we meant to be thinking about in those moments and at those times?